Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, everyone. No, I don't want to start today. John, you can start this morning. Oh, I thought you would after last week. <laughs> it was good. How are you, John? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, mate. Not bad at all. Welcome to 1FM. This is our daily, our weekly program of sport and road, where we talk all things two wheels and what I like, four wheels. Yeah, and sometimes three wheels in the middle and... Oh, there is. There yeah, is. Exactly there hasn't right. been much with penny far or with the unicycles yet, have yeah, we? No, we haven't had any of those. Though. That's for sure. Or six wheel mm-hmm. monsters uh, or anything. We've got the uh, the spiders, and there's been a fair bit of sidecar racing and things like that. And uh, oh, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it's the sidecar racers always having a bit on the side, you know. That's, <laughs> that's it. And some of the sidecar. Uh, the sidecar itself had drive wheels too. They did, yeah, exactly right. Uh, I remember many years ago, a road uh, sidecar used to come into our coffees on a Saturday morning. A bloke from down Longwood Way, and he actually had a steered wheel on the uh, outfit. Oh, okay. So it was linked through to the uh, the handlebars. So when he turned, the the wheel turned uh, in the same direction as the front wheel. Mind you, it was a set radius, and it worked exceptionally well for him. It was uh, one of those things, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, welcome everyone to yeah, Sport, Sport and Road. Road. We yeah. have <laughs> we have some fantastic sponsors here, but before we, we get into them, how has your week been? It's been a quiet week. Um, I did a uh, community service announcement on um, Wednesday during my program. You for do, you a, do on uh, Tuesday too, yeah, and Monday. Yeah, but the Wednesday program, I did a, a, a thing for an exhibition over at the Art Gallery in Benalla called um, Voices from the Void, and I thought, gee, that sounds interesting. Um, sounds like drums and all those sort of things. So, so uh, the uh, the wife and I had a little trip over to Benalla on Thursday and uh, had lunch on the veranda at the art gallery. It was all very nice, and we had a look through this exhibition. They had these large, round, drum-shaped um, things on the wall, and they... Well, there was nobody beating the drums, that's for sure, but when you walked up to each one, it... Um, came back and played a particular note or a chord and it was um, quite loud in some of the places. It was just one of those interesting things. But when you stood beside it and it continued playing, all the time you were there it was, it was playing, but then you could walk away from that one and go to another one and it would play a different chord I and mean, you could almost, once you worked out which was which, you could almost compose a song by walking from speaker to speaker thing. So it was, it was quite interesting. But in the middle of all of the noise coming out of these things, you could hear birds singing and on one of them a dog barking. So it was <laughs> okay. right in the middle. But you had to listen for it. It was just just an, an amazing experience and we had an absolutely great time. So uh, real big thanks to the Vanilla Art Gallery people. It was absolutely fantastic, mate. Uh, if any of our listeners are going to Winton or anything, duck through the gallery and have a look while you're there. It's just amazed me. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. No worries. And uh, I heard about uh, in Pakenham, they've got... Uh, Council Chambers there, they've got something with music. Mm. All the early bands and a lot of photos of early oh, bands, right, crew, yeah. mm. everything. Yep. And different songs they were performing and costumes mm. and you name it. So yep. I'm going to yeah. sneak down there and have a look. Yeah, got sounds to. like a good one. Got mm. to. And yep. had a good chinwag with Adam Thompson from, as we yeah. all know, Chocolate yeah. Starfish. Yep. And, and they, a local lad too. He is a local mm. lad and he's mm. um, his brother's Was. still here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And um, he had to give his auntie a, a birthday wish, which he did. And um, 
And he, when we chatted all about Chalky Starfish and the Bat Out of Hell tour and how much they're selling out everywhere, and he's downloaded a set of songs for me to play on the weekend. Right, good. Just hopefully young Josh will convert them from the WAV file to yeah. our music file and we'll be laughing. Fantastic, But yeah. that is fantastic. He's doing a double show in Riverlinks. Right, yeah. And an afternoon shift and an evening shift. Right, so yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Very smart idea. One to look out for, yeah. Mm. So that was my highlight of the week. That's been good. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. No worries at all. Yeah, been busy, but otherwise... Yeah, but we have two absolutely wonderful we sponsors. We have... Well, well, they were central tyres, still are central tyres, of course. But it's Goodyear Auto Care. Un- come under the umbrella of Goodyear Auto Care now. So, uh, but they were always were Goodyear dealers mm-hmm. in uh, in the first place. But um, would sell you any tyre you wanted. But uh, their first priority, even way back in 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 the day, they were still mainly Goodyear dealers. That's for sure. And and fantastic people, was Rod, Jeff, and the crew in there, and. You go back into the history of the place and some of the characters that have worked for them and been part owners, you know. We go Mr. to Kent, and he was another an absolutely fantastic bloke and uh, taught Andrew a lot when Andrew was my son was working there. Jeff was a solid guy, isn't he? Yep, no worries yeah, he at was all. At, he was yeah. at the pepper mill with me the other yep. day. Right, yeah. And Jeff. he was saying how busy they've been, even with the roadworks there. Yeah. Which is what we've been saying. You know, we mm. go past and call in. Yep. And knows Andrew and everything else like that. Yep, so he exactly says, no, right. it's just unbelievable. It just hasn't oh, stopped. Yeah. Has not stopped even with the roadworks. Yeah. No, they are fantastic. So people. yeah, they've got a full set of tyres and mm. they've got a full set of automotive batteries. Yep. No great mechanical section out the back with the hoist, so they can do front end alignments and and all of those bits and pieces. That is correct. Yeah, they are just an absolutely um, wonderful place to do business with. But their main business is those round black things that keep your car <laughs> off the. <laughs> Ground. The ground, exactly right. And they, they will do an absolutely yeah. great deal on any of those sets of tyres. Also, also earth moving and tractors. Yeah, yeah exactly. Farm, farmers, semis, a lot. They'll look after they'll everything. Go out, they'll go out to your implement yeah. and repair yeah, exactly. or fix or whatever yeah. they have to do there. Yeah, Andrew reckons the worst thing he ever had was underneath the cattle truck trying to change the tyre. <laughs> <laughs> With all the bits dripping. <laughs> yes, that would happen. I remember on the dairy farm. <laughs> exactly right. No and, worries. Uh, yeah, they also, mm. at the moment, going through your spare wheel and your spare wheel jack, making yep. sure that works. Yeah, exactly right. That's good. Because and how many of those have been sitting in the boot for that long that's obviously rusted up or that is seized it. up? Yeah, yeah. And mm. your wiper inserts, yep, the rear wiper inserts, especially yeah. in this wet weather. coming. Uh, well, you know. we're starting to get into, well, it's not far off autumn. No, no, mm. but we're due yeah. for some rain, so yeah. that's when you, you're mm. going to notice it. Yeah, no worries at all. And, of course, there are other wonderful sponsors look after the two-wheel side of the, and the three-wheel side of the world with the uh, Shepherd and Motorcycle Group, and uh, they have the two stores. The uh, was Helsel Hondas is now... Um, uh, Shepherd and MPE. Yes, mm-hmm. um, you'll find all of the Honda engine bits and pieces. Of course, That's they're all four stroke. Yeah, on Benalla Road, the um, Segway uh, off-road and farm equipment Probably, there. Yes, absolutely fantastic things they have there. And of course, the um, the old AJ site near the uh, railway station in Purcell Street. Well, they were home of Triumph, but uh, now they look after the uh, KTM range and the uh, Can-Am off-roaders, and uh, also the. Um, Ah, trying to remember the name of the other crew that they also have um, off-road equipment and four-wheelers and things like that. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. They really They're do. They're in Purcell yep, Street. They certainly are, right near the fire station. You're not wrong. Well, no, f- fire station, JP. <laughs> the railway the, station. The railway station. Good this morning, is everyone. This good is morning. <laughs> well, I wake up. No worries. Quite normal. Yeah, it's all good. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're not bad. And they would you believe good. next to 
the Honda place is going to be a 7-Eleven service station. So I believe, yeah, no worries. And further down is another BP service yep, station. Yep. And we certainly do need them. Talking about BP, um, Patentinas, I've yes. got a call in there. I've got a two-stroke air, air blower. Oh, right, yep. And I've got three of them, actually, and yep. went to use one, the little hoses that go up to the primer. Yep. Broken. Oh, corroded right. away, you know, yep. petrol on them. Oh, well, that's no worries. I put that to the workbench. I get another one out and they're broken too. Uh-huh. Two on the workbench. Yep. <laughs> they've got the third one, did the job. Yep. But I had to mix two-stroke fuel up. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm out of oil now, so oh, no. I'm going to go to Patentina's and grab a four yeah. litres of it mixed up and yeah, take it from there. I love a load of Zoom. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Old beefy Zoom. Mm. Yeah, and uh, we, back, we had a... It? Yeah, does take me back. Mm-hmm. We had a printing error last week. We did. No, well, we had a, a brain fade from uh, one of the presenters because uh, that presenter thought that the um, World Superbikes were last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was on the paperwork, so... Was... Well, we did have the pre-season testing this week, so that's close enough. Well, it's close enough, yeah. <laughs> OK. So apologies, folks, if you're looking for the TV coverage. It wasn't there because I had the dates wrong. Oh, well. Here we go. Mm-hmm. World Superbike. 2023 Phillip Island pre-season test day two yeah World Superbike Tuesday p.m. Mm -hmm. there was quite a stiff wind blowing up the main straight as the final two-hour session got underway at Phillip Island last Tuesday it's always wind at Phillip Island yep but the best part is the pizza shop at the end of the street Mm mm-hmm the temperature the track temperature was almost 10 degrees warmer than it had been in the morning session around twice the ambient of 20 degrees. <laughs> the track temperature was close to 40 then, yeah. yeah. <gasps> That's those, not bad. I've seen it hotter. <laughs> those warmer and windier conditions saw few riders lower their markers in the first half hour. Our legend, Remy Gardner, was a notable exception through by lowering his benchmark to 1 minute 31.073 to top the timesheets. Alvaro Batista then got wound up early and dropped into the, the first one minute 30 of the session with a minute 30.404 and then started reeling off quick laps in succession. Lots of other riders were there for the long runs, but none of them displayed a pace that could go close to matching the current world champion. Top rack Razgatioglu was still searching for pace, coming in for fork changes around a third of the way into the session. A red flag stoppage halfway through saw everyone return to the pits yes more geese yeah. and we <laughs> down there they call them b52s because yeah, they're like know. bombers they really are and they are so absolutely um aggressive and yeah territorial they will actually walk onto the track and glare at you if you're coming past at 200 kilometers an hour <laughs> they are amazing so they have to um call a red flag and get the uh the guys with the um, four-wheelers to go and herd them up and get them out of there. Get them out of the place. They're amazing. They are so territorial. They do that at the mountain yeah. with these jumping kangaroos. Yeah, they're skipping fast things. food, yeah. Mm, exactly. One of those using the interruption to try and make some changes was Remy Gardner, uh, who at this halfway juncture was still on uh, P2 on the timing charts in his session. The Aussie reported that the tyre life dropped away quite dramatically and came in looking for some changes in the aim to achieve some tyre longevity. Tom Sykes crashed out at turn four early in the second uh, half of the session, Bassani also going down, and Petrucci then also joined that club. (laughs) With 30 minutes remaining in this session, it was still Batista by more than half a second quicker than anyone, then Gardner, who remained in P2, 
but closely followed by Rinaldi, Locatelli, Ray and Razgatioglu. The Turk had come in for yet more fork churning, a shock and gearing change. While Batista continued to reel off laps that were for the most part faster than his competitor's best single effort, Michael Rinaldi came into the pits with just over half an hour remaining for suspension changes at both ends. Jonathan Ray then went down at turn four but was able to remount and ride back to the pits. Ten minutes later, Lorenzo then lit up literally the GMT Yamaha man's YZFR1M burst into flames down that southern loop yeah. caused a short red flag stoppage with just under 20 minutes left in the session. Yeah, we'll just have a red flag here while we have a quiet barbecue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the marshmallows? I reckon pit lane opened the game with 15 minutes left in the session, but neither Batista or Gardner looked in any hurry to get back out on the track. Bassani then went down, which brought out the yellow flags, which saw many riders have their lap times cancelled. Remy Gardner was back on track with just under 10 minutes remaining, it was, as was Michael Rinaldi, and the Italian promptly pushed Gardner back to P3 on the timing monitors. With two minutes remaining, Dominic Agurta leapt up the charts after dropping um, one minute 30.739 to go P2. He pushed Rinaldi back to P3. Andrea Locatani then improved to push Gardner back to P5. Any late charge for Gardner was then crueled by a bike problem that saw him stop at turn two late in the session. Alvaro Batista did not bother going out in the final part of the session. His 1 minute 30.202 from the morning session, good enough to stay on top. On the back of the cons- consistent speed displayed by the Spaniard here this week, the signs are ob- ominous for the championship contenders. This could be primary at Phillip Island spec session, but if it's not, then the rest of them could be battling for the number two's plate this season. As over long runs, nobody could get anywhere near him today. On combined times, Andrea Locatani is P2 ahead of Michael Renardi. Both set their best time on Tuesday morning. And top break failed to improve today. but Well, that was on uh, Tuesday, of course. But he's P4 thanks to his Monday afternoon session time. Well, Jonathan Ray is P5 off his Tuesday morning time. Dominic Agurta promoted himself into P6 thanks to that thanks to that last minute change and is the only quick lap by the switch rider has recorded over the two days. Nevertheless, his confidence that his race pace is not too bad. Philip Otel is seventh. One that um, catches Craig Ike Lacuono. I, I don't know him. <laughs> he was eighth on the Tuesday morning times. While Remy Gardner slipped to ninth on combined times, he was one of the few riders that made progress in every single session. Gardner's best of 1 minute 31.073. Turn the page, Craig. Uh-huh. I'll turn the page if I can get hold of it. Yeah. I've got it. Here we go. Coming early on the final session before a long run. And it was eight tenths off Batista's outright P1 benchmark. A good start. For reference, the lap record here was set by Tom Sykes at 1 minute 29.230 during the Super Pole session on a BMW here in 2020. Thus, the times today were not exactly quick, and no doubt there are various reasons for that, 
not just the weather, but also a limited allocation of their preferred tyres. World Superbike Riders will next be... We're, we're back on track yesterday for the opening 45-minute practice session that marks the first round of the 2023 FIM Superbike World Championship. Expected to be warm there yesterday, top of 35. The first race session of the season will be the 22-lap contest. Saturday's forecast is for a possible shower, but mainly fine to the top around 30. And the Super Pole race is scheduled to be run over 10 laps at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon in cooler conditions, followed by the third and final race of the weekend at 4 o'clock over 22 laps. That's 97.79 kilometres. Wouldn't you make it just even 100k? Yeah, I think so, wouldn't you? In comparison, the Australian Superbike support races this weekend will be contested over 12 laps, which is 53.34 kilometre distances. Now, time for a sponsor break. Let's get into it. Very, very quick break from these words from these wonderful people that keep us going here at Live and Local 1FM. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from from 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 5. Station sponsor. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio. The Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Vanilla Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT double one eight one nine. One FM sponsor. When you face an urban grass fire, exactly where you live is an important factor. If your home is within two streets of the grass, walk at least two streets back. If you already live two streets away, just stay inside and close your windows. Whatever you do, do not drive. The smoke is blinding and you can block roads for emergency vehicles. Simply check the Vic Emergency app for warnings. How well do you know fire? Plan. Act. Survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Station sponsor. Oh, yes, that's all safety at the moment, especially all this dry weather and what oh, fires sure. are out at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Been a few scares locally, a nasty one down at Strath Creek and oh, Flowerdale, yes. and uh, we even had a little one yesterday out at, no, yesterday, day before, Thursday, at, um, out at Pine, Pine Lodge. Lodge. Yeah, yes. a little one out there, so, yeah, please, yeah, folks. So just be careful please. with the grinders, too, you know. Yeah, and slashes or anything, hit a rock and cause a spark, oh, you know, it. off it goes. That's how Ash Wednesday started, too. It did, yeah. And Benny's father with an yeah. ankle grinder cutting mm-hmm. pipe off and bang. Yep. Bang off it went exactly right. Anyway, no worries. Now, if you're going to watch the um, the TV this weekend, the uh, Australian Superbike TV coverages because I reckon every round of ASBK will be covered with up to three hours of live broadcasts with all excitement and unpredictability captured by the experienced team of official ASB partner AVE. The ASB TV will cover the expert commentary with former Superbike champion Steve Martin. And ace commentator Phil Harlem. Phil's an absolute great bloke. Pit reporter and host Kate Preck. 
and round one of the uh, ASBK Championship kicks off this weekend alongside the World Superbike opening at Phillip Island. And for fans who can't get trackside, they can tune to SBS this Sunday from 1 till 3 o'clock to see the Alpine Superstars Superbikes and Mitchell and Supersports take to one of the greatest tracks at the island. So from 1 o'clock till 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon on SBS, you can see the live ASBK. And then as the Phillip Island Grand Prix Circuit will be the host of the season opening round for this uh, World Superbike Championship, Australian fans will be able to follow the action all season long on Fox, usually Channel 506, and SBS will also broadcast a 46-minute highlight package after each round. So on the telly this afternoon, Fox TV, and I reckon it's Channel 506, mate. Six, that's about mm. it. Yep. Good to know. Hey, guess what? Going to add a couple of wheels. We are, we are. <laughs> Would you believe Tanda, the Holden hero, has done a turncoat? He certainly has, yeah. Yeah, who's he? <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened to Craig Lowndes too, and yeah, he had a few. Exactly, yeah. I've, I've even remember seeing Moffat in the Commodore. I do remember that, mm. and crashing it. Yeah, I yeah. often thought that was purpose. Mm. Mm. But anyway, the rep, uh, Tanda is with Penrite Racing. Yep. He's in a good spot after testing. This is uh, from Repco Supercars Championship by James Peavy. Yep. Garth Tander believes Penrite Racing is well-placed ahead of the 2023 season after the team's first two-car test. Penrite Racing joined the, the entire 2023 Repco Supercars Championship field on Wednesday in an all-day test at Sydney Motorsport Park. Wednesday's running saw all 25 brand new Gen 3 cars share a race track for the first time. It's also the first time Penrite Racing ran its new two car cars together after separate shakedowns. As he did both shakedowns, Tanda was joined by joined the team from Red Bull Ampole Racing. Watched over proceedings and also got behind the wheel. He did. Yes, definitely. Having now enjoyed three track days in Penrite Colours, Tanda likes what he sees ahead of the team's upcoming test. Davey Reynolds and Matthew Payne were joined by co-driver Garth Tanda for his third test day with the crew. Mm. A wet start to the day saw all teams show caution with the damp conditions. Good day, obviously first time we've run both cars together on the same day, said the uh, 2007 champion. Good to get a bit of wet weather running early in the morning. The weather was a bit of a challenge, so we didn't get through our whole test program, but the cars were good. As always, on test days, you learn a lot of what not to do as much as you learn what to do. Good comment. That's it, yeah. Mm, I think we're in a pretty good spot. Looking forward to testing again next week because they're back at Winton. That's correct. Mm. Matt Payne and Davey Reynolds were 17th and 19th overall on the timesheets in their new Fords. That's, they're going backwards. Mm -hmm. And combined for 116 laps of the 3.91-kilometre circuit. The team kept to its program, leaving Payne happy with his first test day with Reynolds, also on the track with him. The day went really well. We started out and it was a little bit wet, so we're getting the feel of the car with wet conditions, the Kiwi said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was good. We didn't know what to expect. Wouldn't they know the road, road oh, yeah, is wet and wet. would be slippery? Exactly. It's going to be slippery, yeah. Uh, you don't have to be yeah. rocket science. Yep. Then it dried up a little bit, and that was good for some dry running in, and that's what we came here for. 
We made some set-up changes and definitely made good progress today. Overall, it's been very positive and I can't wait for our next test day at Winton. The team will also test at Winton Motor Raceway next week before turning attention to the season opener in Newcastle. Yeah, so what happened in Sydney's pre-season test? The 2023 Repco Supercar Championship got underway with official pre-season testing at Sydney Motorsport Park. It was all free for all the public too. Yep. All 25 brand new Gen 3 cars were put to the test at the Eastern Creek venue. See, Eastern Creek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, not that on SMP, yeah. No. Yeah. The day was split into two sessions. The first session ran between 8.30am and 1230 and the second between 1 and 5pm. Yep, that's it. Tracks open, go. Mm. That's it. Yep, 12.30, we'll we'll wave the checkered flag. We'll have a half hour for lunch, and then you're back out till 5, yep. Andre Mm. Heimgartner set the pace in both sessions for Brad Jones Racing in his new number 8 R&J Batteries Camaro. Mm. Once testing is complete, all attention turns to the thrifty Newcastle 500 which runs the 10th to the 12th of March Mm. on the streets of New South Wales' second largest city. Now one of the things that's come up out of this with all of these tests is that all of those drivers are getting excited by the return of the awesome flames. That's it. And the return of flames spitting out of the side of the supercars has proven a hit with drivers and fans after Wednesday's Sydney test. All 25 brand new Gen 3 cars, as we've said many times, uh, was shrouded by overcast skies on Wednesday. However, the new cars did their utmost to add light to the occasion with the return of flames popping out of the exhaust. Throttle overrun causes flames to burst from the exhaust, making from an eye-catching spectacle. It had gone missing in recent years, but is back with a bang, literally as the category shifts to a new BP Ultimate E75 fuel blend. Yeah, now I know they didn't have E75 and all that back in that particular day, but I remember, um, I, I think it was uh, the Channel 9 Camaro or one of those, had just been in for a pit stop at Bathurst and was um, spilling fuel out of the fuel, fuel all down the side of the car and out onto the circuit. And right behind him was Moffat in the uh, the RX uh, Seven Mazda with flames coming out of the exhaust right beside him, and they were so worried about this thing going up the big barbecue. Yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> okay. uh, supercars previously used E85. There was 80% ethanol and 15% 98 unleaded before the shift to E75 for this year. The new race fuel contains more than 80% of second-generation fuel components, which are sourced from renewable feedstocks. Hmm. Okay. The new BP E75 racing fuel has been specifically formulated to help extend the fuel range. That means burning fewer litres of fuel in the same race. But what about timing for the engines and things Mm. like that? Did the people designing the engines know about this fuel beforehand? Exactly right, yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll have that sorted, I've no doubt. No doubt. Yep. Supercars have always been committed to being at the forefront of innovation and sustainability, Howard said. The transition to a lower carbon fuel product is the next step in our journey towards a more sustainable future. Yeah, this change to a lower carbon fuel product represents a major milestone for supercars and our fans. It proved a hit on social media, not only for fans watching at the circuit online, but for drivers too. 
Up to 13 drivers, Heimgartner, Percat, Fullwood, Randall, LeBrock, Cam- Cameron Hill, Brock Feeney, Will Brown, Tim Slade, Scotty Pye, Jack Smith, James Courtney, Chas Mostert, all referenced flame imagery from the day's action. <laughs> it excited Heimgartner, who topped both the morning and afternoon sessions on Wednesday. We've seen them standing still in photos for a long time, said Heimgartner. To actually come out and see them here in person, you come to turn one and you see flames out of the side. It's pretty awesome, the spectators that came here too. Come forward out of the cars are awesome, they look great. Flames coming out of them, stuff, so that you can see on that track. Wednesday's running was affected by wet weather, but that didn't stop drivers leaning into the return for a fiery spectacle. Courtney posted an image of his car spitting flames, accompanied by the caption... Doing my best to try the track. <laughs> yeah, that'd be corny. <laughs> exactly. Hill also posted, the rain tried its hardest, but we still got this epic photo. Yep, no worries at all. Now, they've uh, supercars will come out with a statement on straight line evaluations. Um, we won't go through all of this because we're going to run out of time. But there's a uh, statement from Supercars CEO Shane Howard that Supercars can confirm additional straight line evaluations will be conducted next week to validate the current specifications of the new Gen 3 Chev Camaro and Ford Mustang ahead of their debut at Newcastle in March on March the 10th. Final tests have been jointly developed between the respective manufacturers, their homologation teams and supercars and agreed pathway to ensure the best practice finalisation of the specification of both vehicles. There we go. It's time to go, mate. Oh, mm, so quickly. Out. We've run out of time already, yeah. Oh, don't worry, I'll be back today. You will, back at six o'clock tonight. That's it. No, I'm going down to um, Nagambi. I'm on the air at two o'clock from the Nagambi on the oh, lake. The lake. So yeah, that... looking forward to doing that. Hmm, that'd be good. Looks quite interesting down be there. A bit of fun down there for sure. Looking I think forward. so. Yeah. Going to get on the bike and go for a ride. I'm looking forward to that too. So from Johnny Painter, we're saying bye bye for now. And folks. I'm saying goodbye. Have a good weekend, everyone, and give us a ring on Saturday tonight if you want a song. Thank bye. you. Be safe, folks. AJ's Motorcycles are now Shepherd and Motorcycles. For more than 35 years, the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales, service and advice you would find anywhere. Shepherd and Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan and the crew will remain on board, delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years. Supplying a great range of bikes, side-by-sides, parts and apparel, you will still find us in the same great location, right next to the Shepherd and Train Station. Shepherd and Motorcycles, your home of KTM and Can-Am. LMCT 11819. 1FM Sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's 1 1 Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 station sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.